You're listening to Robert Kelly's You Know What, Dude? on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Make sure you check out robertkellylive.com to find out when Robert is performing near you. This month is going to be in Reno, Nevada at Catch a Rising Star at Silver Legacy from the 27th through the 31st. Go to Robert Kelly Live for ticket information and other dates to see when Robert is coming to a town near you. Welcome to uh, another episode of You Know What, Dude, with uh, me, Robert Kelly. We are in Austin, Texas. We are at the Marriott Hotel uh, South, and we got Dan, a.k.a. Monster Voice Soda, a.k.a. excited to be at a festival yeah. soda. Oh, yeah. oh my oh, God. Yeah. Uh, on the show today, we got Gary Gullman coming in in, in, in just a few miniatos. Oh, shit. <clears throat> Yeah, he'll be he'll be here uh, very shortly. Um, so uh, we're here, man. You're excited. You're fucking flipping out, dude. This is fun. This is uh, they should call this festival the Beard and Flannel Festival because dude, there's so many skinny uh, jeans here. I walked off the plane and I was like, Are all of you on the Are all of you in the Strokes? Are all yeah. of you in the band the Strokes? Dude, everybody has a beard, a hat, and skinny jeans and oh. some type of flannel and and like a shitty look on their face. Yeah, like everybody's sad because they're hungry. Yeah. Hungry for fame. Hungry. I want to be famous. But here's the deal. I just want to get. Some, I just want to drink some beer, smoke some pot, and get some pussy. That's all. Beer. That's why I came to Texas. <laughs> Is that it's all? A you, big old Texas. You, pussy. See, you're at the stage of your career now where summer you're coming summer. here, and it's just a blast. Yeah, it's fucking summer camp. Well, you know how much is your rent is like not. You don't have a. You know. You don't have a fucking mortgage. You don't no. have all this other shit. You just have fucking what five hundred bucks a month. Is that what your rent is? No, six seventy five. Six seventy five. I can make that at the cellar on a weekend. Yeah. I can stay in New York. It's crazy. (sighs) Man, that's a fucking great, great time, brother. What? Nothing. (laughs) No, I mean, it's. Save it. It's ugh. Squirrel. Do you really? No, no, I don't. Fuck no. Well, it's a great time. I love. I mean, look, I'm having a blast too, dude. I'm having a fucking blast. Yeah, I just. You know, I came. I came right from the airport to the mobile, you know what, dude, headquarters, which is <laughs> which is in a hotel off a highway. In Dude, we set Texas. up a fucking slamming studio, this baby. It's fucking awesome. And we it gotta, really is. Yeah. You really do look like a drug kingpin right now, the I'm way fucking, you're sitting in front right, of the window. I'm fucking with RK. With RK2000. Oh, man. Gary's going to walk in. Are you here to see Bobby? <laughs> walk in and sit down. Fucking CeeLo, bitch. But I'll tell you this, man. What? The fucking. Tell me this, man. Good setup. It's a great setup. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> That's a great setup, kid. It's a great Well, we're at the festival. This festival is a music festival. Mm -hmm. Um, I was supposed to come last year, but I didn't, and I'm glad I didn't. I'm coming this year uh, with the Syndicate and Laugh Button Live Mm -hmm. um, with those guys on their show, which is, you know, those guys are my friends. Those are the guys who actually promoted the uh, live show that you didn't get a chance to do Uh at Gotham. We're doing another one. We're going to do another one. Don't you worry, Danny boy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> come here come here it's okay come on Shh. it's okay who's who's a good boy who's a good boy who's a good boy coffee. you're okay <laughs> uh dude this is i'm excited just to go explore explore what what do you have well you have a hotel which is nice which is very lovely i might add i do have a hotel very lovely. six miles out 
from I, the venue. So I'm staying. They put me up. Apparently, it's pretty cool. My buddy Nick Turner said it's cool, but we're staying in an uh, uh, unused apartment. Unused apartment. Yeah. Well, it would be unused because you're there. Well, yeah, but it's but like. then when you go there, that that's not true. No one lives there. Yeah, but when you're there, it's just. I'm staying there. I'm not you're staying there. at an apartment. They, people rent apartment. out their apartments for the festival. Do they? Yeah. Huh. I just made that up, but I would imagine. Yeah. Uh, possibly. A lot of people do that, like a summer home. I heard actually that it is true that they trade it for like passes and shit. Well, they trade it and they fuck, you know, I mean, if you have an apartment and a, and a conference like this comes to a festival like this comes into town, you could probably make a lot of money to big companies. Or if like a lot of the local people here want to go to a bunch of the shows because there's a bunch of cool ass shows. Yeah, it's pretty expensive, too. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Expensive. I had a fan actually email me like, dude, I got no money. It's one hundred and seventy five dollars for a pass. Can you? I was like, dude, I can't even get in. Yeah. Like, I had to go get Did my. Did you go get your pass? I, I got my pass t- today. I gotta go get my pass. It's gonna be fucking a little hectic tonight, but yeah. Fuck. It's not, it won't be that bad. You're fine. Yeah. You're fine. They'll take care of you. Especially the show you're doing, they got you. The Syndicate Boys, Ellis and Matt, they'll fucking make sure you get in. I didn't have a pass last night. I went to all the shows. We saw a fucking great band last night. I want to save favor when Gallman comes on. Yeah, that's what I'm really excited. Our show tonight's late. Yeah, it's at eleven o'clock. But I'm here eleven thirty. Eleven thirty. Eleven thirty. Ooh. But I'm I'm here for four nights. Yeah, I'm leaving I'm leaving at the crack of fuck. Yeah. I'm leaving at four in the morning. Re- you're going to Huh? Oh yeah, you gotta I go. gotta go to Magoobies. Magoobies? Yeah, so be more Baltimore. Baltimore, the wild Baltimore. fun. Um yeah. We walk through the garden. <laughs> what is it? I was trying to do my Tom Waits. Oh, you're doing the... Uh, you save your soul. It's awful. <laughs> it's so awful. Uh, you gotta keep the devil. You won't stop, though. <laughs> no, I know, because I love You the can't song. stop it. Down in his hole. <laughs> <laughs> you got <laughs> you know, the beat. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I love... Montreal's my favorite fucking festival. That, that was, was the actually, greatest week of my life. That was fun, dude. That was the greatest week of Montreal, my life. Montreal... Well, here's the thing, too. I was up there with you. Yeah. And I got to see shit happen for you. Yeah. You, were, you were hosting the show. I was hosting the, the New Faces Without Management. It's called New Faces Unrepped. Unrepped. Yeah. And now that's no longer true. No. You're repped. Yeah, I'm repped. Yeah. So it was uh, It was really cool to see you. You destroyed that night, too. Dude, you, you had my favorite. You, you had one of the nicest. You said one of the nicest things anyone's ever said to me in comedy. What? When it, but it wasn't necessarily like... Your face will get better? <laughs> that was close. Uh, <laughs> we were outside. We were both still smoking. Yeah. Uh, and we went outside to smoke a cigarette. And you go, dude... You, I went up fifth out of tenth. And we go outside to smoke a cigarette. And you go, dude, you just fucking ruined five people's nights. Yeah, because people had to go back to you. Me, yeah. And you're like, that the fucking... Well, dude, you went up. I mean, everybody, look, I love they did that. The yeah. fact that they, I think it was a Singer who did it. Yeah. Jeff Singer. Yeah. They put up this uh, New Faces Who Unwrapped, which I love. Because yeah, it was it was like, these are the kids that need represent- representation. But what bugged me was that, uh, you know what, dude? hey, Gary Gellman just stopped into the, you know what, dude, podcast. We got a seat for you, Bubbler, and a microphone. We ain't fucking around. This ain't the old days, Gull. This ain't the old days. Awesome. Gary Gullman is here. We were just talking about um, Montreal this last year. Dan was up there for the first time, um, and he did New Faces uh, Unwrapped. 
Uh, and I, I thought, big. I was like, man, I like that they did that because they have new faces. But most of those guys have, you know, it's already done by the yeah, time you get got, up there. Yeah, they got in because they had, partly. Yeah, these are the guys who need a festival. These yeah. are the ones who need it. And, and, and uh, I, you know, I actually, I love the fact they were like, they wanted me to do it, but they kept stressing the fact it's about them. Don't, it's like, I know how to fucking, yeah. what do you think, I'm an asshole? And then I still got shit. Because I wasn't saying the names correctly. Oh, fuck them. Or I wasn't saying it so... Oh, wait, you hosted it? I hosted it. You hosted it. one of our shows. Yeah, I was oh, really wow. excited to do and it. He, yeah. he said, before I went up, I was like walking around talking to him, and Bobby gets me alone. He goes, I really fucking hope you eat it, because you're walking around all comfortable. <laughs> and he goes, I hope you can't even face him in the green room after you bomb. <laughs> well, you look around, and all these people were really fucking nervous. And you know, like like you should be. This dummy walks up like he already booked a $500 million fucking deal. Hey, what's that, man? What's going oh, on? He was uh, uh, fake until you make it. No. Yeah. No, he's not. No. He was legitimately just excited to be alive. Confident. Yeah, he's coming from Denver Meth Head House. And not, uh, not that you have a Meth Head House, but uh, he was coming from some shit. Was your mother a Meth Head? No. no. Okay, good. I thought he might have told me that. Well, what it was weird is, <laughs> I think, because this was the second night of shows we did. And the first night, it was mm -hmm. kind of like, I think the confidence was, there's a lot of funny dudes on it, but you yeah. noticed that the New York guys were separated from everyone else. Because, like, the younger New York guys. Yeah, I'm going to say this before you even get into it. Everybody did good, though. I got to yeah. say that yeah. everybody had a pretty solid set or had some funny shit. Nobody b ate their cock, which I was happy about. Yeah, I don't want to see that shit. No. And but Dan went up like fifth or something like that. And this cocksucker just leveled the room. Wow. And had the set cool. of the night. And I walked up. I go, how do you feel? You just ruined five people's nights because there was five people <laughs> after him. Great feeling. Yeah. That was great. And he, Not so much ruining here, people's nights. Here's the best thing. Here's I wish I took a picture of this too because I would have gave it to him years later. Is I come outside after and every agent and manager was surrounding this idiot. Oh, wow. That's a great that photo. That's a great feeling. Yeah. It was uh, for having, for, for going for, you know, six years without any representation. At all, or nobody. How even. many years? Six. So from the time you started, yeah, till six years in, you had no representation at all. Yeah, that sounds about right. That's how long it took me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. now, but now, Ooh, I the mean, poor kid. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you make us feel bad for you yeah. for having. Well, no, I yeah, he really, he really, he really, same <laughs> amount of time yeah. we didn't. <laughs> but longer, I think we went longer. This I started uh, in '94. Yeah. And I got a representation in like uh, 99 or yeah. something like that. All right. Yeah. So five or six years. Yeah. 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 yeah so I, I really fell victim to that face. Though. I was, I was, like, oh, I was yeah, really yeah, trying yeah. to dramatize it. So Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I'm glad you came in because this cocksucker came in. He's so uh, I'm, I'm kind of happy I'm here, too. But he's so happy to be at a festival. Everything is roses to him. Woo. We'll do the festival. <laughs> and I go, I can't wait for fucking tw 12 years in face at a festival. Like, what's up, dude? Where you at? You want to get some food? Well, I, I will say this. That the first time I went, there was so much on the line because I did new faces. Yeah. I, I couldn't think about anything else except uh, except the, the show and what I was going to do for a set and what, what was on the line. Yeah. But then the next times I went, there wasn't anything on the line. And I really had a nice time. And I... I yeah, I, I drank, I smoked weed, I had a wonderful time. The first time I was, I was all business. I should have brought a briefcase on stage with me. <laughs> really? I was so all Just business. Just open it and then take out your set list and go. Ugh. Well, the first festival, Ugh. the first festival I went to was Aspen. Uh -oh. Okay, now I never got any festival. 
I would audition, audition, audition. Never get it. Finally told Matt, I'm done. Don't ask me. I don't want to fucking do them, dude. I don't hate them. I don't give a shit about I'm done. And then that year, I got all of them. Yeah. Like all of them. Like yeah. they all came. But I, was, I wasn't in the frame of mind to do them. I went to Aspen. The air was thin. It was snowing. I didn't know anybody. I was fucking... I was just like out of my element. I was out of my element, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Donnie. You're like a child. You're out of your element. You're like a child that wanders into a movie. <laughs> so, so I was up... I almost passed out the first night on stage. They had to give me oh, oxygen. No. I snapped. My ACL was still fucked up. So like I jumped on stage one night and it snapped. My <sighs> leg snapped again. Oh, and I, I was lying on the ground screaming. They thought the audience thought it was part of my act. They were just laughing harder. It was like just a nightmare, that a fucking nightmare. And it, it, and then I finally, I was like, what the fuck am I doing? What the fuck? This is bullshit. Yeah. Why am I not having a good time? And then the next festival was Montreal. Yeah. And I did the nasty show. I was with Louis C.K., Nick DiPaolo, and David Tell. And that we were, you go up the week before back then. And I had David a blast. Vitale. David Tell. Oh, Dave Vitale. Dave Vitale. Didn't you think he said Dan Vitale? Uh, yeah, no, I thought he said Dave Vitale. Well, I Dave thought he Vitale. said Dan Vitale. No, what Dave Vitale. What a show. Uh, That's a, what a show. hell of a lineup. You know, outside of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's with the, with the exception of yourself. That was a very nice Woody Allen <laughs> <Yeah>. slam. <laughs> <laughs> so here, it's fucking great. Here's the deal. I fucking, because I was so paranoid, though. Being on. By a the show. way, if you turn it around and insult me, I'll cry. So, so I'm just not, know that I can dish it out, but, but you I can't take, take it. it. Okay. Yeah. Right. No, I got you, Gary. I'm All good. Right. I thought it was a good one. Um, just as long as they're good. Yeah. <laughs> this okay. this podcast, same as my Twitter. As long as it's good and there's an XO or a smiley face at the end, a wink. I won't block you. <laughs> yeah, it's all said with uh, a wink. Huh? Hey, love you, Bobby. Huh? <laughs> I did that to my wife the other day. She almost punched me. Yeah. Remember when we were doing that in the podcast? I was going. Oh, yeah. I, I wanted to start doing that after everything you say. Funny. Hey, you like that? Just to oh, annoy really? people? <laughs> I don't like it when you bring something to the civilians and they reject it. Don't, yeah. they know, don't they know that this has been vetted by the funniest people on the planet? <laughs> and I'm going to bring it into your life and you're going to think it's not funny? How you dare you? slap me in the face after I give you a gift? How dare you? So listen, I'm, I'm on the show. I'm so paranoid that I'm like, I'm like, they don't like me. Nick doesn't, you know, Nick doesn't like me. You know, Nick can be a little brutal to you sometimes. Yeah. So Nick says something to me as I'm walking off stage and he's going he's hosting the show I'm walking off and he said something like dun, 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 you know whose joke is that or something like that oh, God. and I went oh, I was so mad because I had such a good set yeah. I was so happy to be there and I went to Louis I was like that fucking guy that fucking why does he always gotta fucking do that why does he gotta fuck with people and uh, I was like he was like what did he say I go he said something about me stealing a joke or being a hat or doing somebody's something oh. like that and then Louis comes up to me a couple hours later he goes dude he said when did you get so funny? Oh, my God. He was complimenting me. He was saying, oh, my God, when did you get funny? Like, wow. it was a compliment, but just Nick saying it sounds like an insult. When did yeah. you get funny, you cocksucker? <laughs> <laughs> I felt like shit. I was yeah. like, oh, God, I take myself too serious. Yeah, he can't give you a compliment without working the word prick into it. <laughs> yeah, He's a fucking funny prick. prick. Yeah, fucking <laughs> cocksucker. <laughs> Your mother's a hot cunt. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But, uh, yeah, I, I've, had bl I, I, I've had a blast at every festival ever since. Yeah. Uh, fuck it. Yeah, because I know how to do them now. It's not a big deal. I'm not there to get anything. I'm there to do what I do is tell fucking jokes and have a good time with friends. Right. And I'm not like, you know what happened too? I'm not, I, I like comics now. I like most comedians. I'm yeah. not at war like 
with you know that fucking guy doesn't like me or fuck this people or that I don't do that shit anymore yeah we don't need that competitiveness fuck there's no yeah. like, like Louis said you're not in competition with anybody except yourself yeah that's it yeah go write a show right and you can have a show yeah if you you look at somebody with a TV show well go write one stupid and make it good enough that someone wants to make it. That's They're all it. my sworn enemies. Who? I'm just kidding. <laughs> just, I'm still sticking with that. Well, I yeah. have a lot of fun. I'm so glad that we're here at this festival. This, I, one of the reasons why I did it was uh, Syndicate and Laugh Button Live. And the other one was because of this bubble right here. Yeah, we uh, always have fun at these things. We'll do, we'll do things for a reasonable price. We do things. In order to hang out together. <laughs> you know what? It's like you're selling. You, you have, not only do you get Robert Kelly, you get Gary <laughs> Goldman at a discounted price. Well, we, we, we did Atlanta last year, right? Yep. And we did something in Connecticut. We did and, something in Connecticut, yeah. yeah. But Atlanta Festival we did, and he called me up. He's like, dude, I got this gig. You want to do I was like, yeah, I'll do it to fucking hang out yeah, with the girl. At that point, we had not spent a lot of time that year yeah. together. Yeah. I'd, I'd been on the road for like 14 consecutive weeks, so I, I, I missed this guy. Yeah. Because this, this guy is like a human uh, antidepressant. I always feel better when I'm around him. And, and, and not because I'm comparing myself to him. He's just an up guy. He's a positive guy or, or anything like that. I'm not an asshole. Yeah. We have yeah. we had such a good I'm time. I'm just looking at the love that's going between your guys' uh, eyes. Me, we, dude, me and him used to fucking wait tables, yeah. go to the cigar store after, buy Read a fucking... Books. Buy a punch... Yeah, or a fucking, Punch Rothschilds. Remember, we yeah. split a box of Punch Rothschilds like gentlemen. Yeah, and that we'd, we'd read oh, comic books. Really good, really good cigars. They, they remind me of a Cuban uh, H. Upman. Yeah, but in America, it's the, yeah, it's the closest little chocolate thing taste. you can get to a Cuban in this country. Here <laughs> we're going to be on the next kind of cover of Cigar Aficionado. It's, it's, it's sort of a, a chocolatey oh. undertones to it, and a, yeah. a subtle, a subtle nutty, yeah, a hint of cinnamon aroma. <laughs> I feel like we could even do uh, an, a one-off segment called Cigar Talk with Bobby and Gary. <laughs> no, I don't think Stop so. Stop trying to spin me off. Yes. I'm trying to. I'm trying to get you. <laughs> well, this is the thing too: is that Dan comes in. He's fucking. He's here, staying at some dude's well, apartment. Start, I've known Dan. Since pretty much you got to New York, right? Yeah, no, yeah, no like two months into New York. Yeah, because uh, my ex uh, lunatic, <laughs> which one? Fiance. <laughs> okay, fiance. Okay, this, I mean this one was world class machugana. Slams. That one was uh, deconstructing Harry. Harry. Okay. This world world class machugana cunt trying to shoot me. I paid for my life with this woman, and. And Dan was, do you mind me saying this? You can go Dan ahead. was her assistant. She manipulated me like a, you know what? She, whoa, this guy was so whoa, willing to do, whoa, but, but let me whoa. tell you something. It was about but what I a hustler you were. On. You wanted to get more stage time. It was, she on. had plenty of stage time, yeah. and you okay. would uh, keep track of notes for her. <laughs> Hang on. Gary, don't defend him, and don't, you're not getting the talk next. You don't get the talk next. The fact that I never knew you were another comic's assistant. She's not a comic. Shut your face. Thank you. Shut not your face. Comic. Yeah, well, that makes she it like, worse. She that like doesn't a, make it better. Well, that's just maybe yeah. that's how I learned how to be corporate Dan. Why she don't you just a bring your show booker? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're a show booker. And and let me tell you, so, let me tell you another thing. <laughs> you're, a, you're a Gunga Den. You're a little Gunga Den. No, he's a Girl Friday. Now listen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm gonna take a beat in another state. He's, I, I he's a Bosley. Yeah. <laughs> he's Bosley. Yeah, he's yeah. Bosley from Charlie's Angels. Exactly. Yeah, kind of. Uh. From Charlie's Angels. No, from Happy Daisy to Tom Bosley. <laughs> <laughs> now listen. Um, uh, Dan Soder hit the cough button. Was what was your what was your role? So what happened is Bitch. I did an open mic. 
Yeah, it, I got really, I got manipulated. I want you to be my assistant. It was my second night. It was my second night in the city. Yeah, you want to talk about being manipulated well, by you that got woman? Worst. You didn't buy her a house, you cocksucker. <laughs> yeah, a farmhouse, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah you moved to the Woodstock, didn't city. you? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, man. yeah, you. Oh my god. So yeah, I didn't get the raw, the rawest deal. I'll just take a yeah. beating on a podcast. That yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, I think I bought her a coffee one time. <laughs> <laughs> so I did an open mic. My of course second, you did. My, yeah, well, yeah. My second night in the city. Just say you did comedy. We get that. Was <laughs> we uh, know you weren't on a pro show, Dan. You were. I was actually uh, auditioning. <laughs> no, I, I saw some of your first shows in New York. Ask me how he was, Bob. How was he, Dan? Not good. <laughs> <laughs> One more time. Hey, uh, did you see Dan Dan Soto when he first started in New York? Ufa. Yeah. I mean, listen, he had a potential, which is... He had a voice. Know, he, could, he, could, he had a voice and a face. He had a voice and a flat face. He had a centaur face. Uh, I like the uh, 1600 lady listen, face. Yeah. So listen, man. Uh, what's that? I think he's handsome. He's a handsome man, yeah, yeah. in the fucking Greek-Roman days. <laughs> that was a very yeah. majestic time, and I appreciate yeah. that. You have, you have a gladiator let's, face. Let's get back on track, because I want to hear... I'm sorry. I want to... No, it's fucking beautiful i want to know mm-hmm. why you never told me you were somebody because it assistant. is literally it is how long did it happen for two months just answer five questions for two months how, how long did it happen two months what did, what were your what did you have to do for her i had to call all i had to do was i had to call mm-hmm. these these bringers i didn't know what a bringer show was she's like call these comedians they need five to ten friends to get on stage mm-hmm. i would call these people yeah during the day, and I'd be like, hey, do you want to do her show? Yeah. Do you have five friends? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to put you down for this date. And then I would get, right. she promised me to give me as much stage time as I wanted. So she okay. promised to give me stage time. At That's like, it. Yeah. That's all you did. did yeah. You didn't do That's anything it. else. Let me nope. ask you That's this. All I did. Let me ask you this. True or false? True. You referred to her as boss. No. <laughs> false. True. False. True. Jo- you called her boss. You called her boss. I was boss. there for it. You motherfucker. I'll never forget that because uh, it was so sad. I don't, I don't think I ever it was Anytime boss. I hey. witnessed something so sad, hey. I, I never forget it. Oh, you know you call him boss now? You know how you now? see those Oxfam America uh, <laughs> <laughs> ads when you were a kid? I never forgot those, and I never forgot this fucking poor kid calling her boss. <laughs> you called a girl comic boss? She wasn't even boss? a comedian, but I'll tell you what she was. Uh, Boyfriend to the talented. Wow. She had two other very talented boyfriends in her life. Mm. She did. Hey. She was really good at that. Hey, employee. Yeah. <laughs> you called her Just call boss. me by my employee number. Call, I don't remember calling her boss. Well, I, you, I know you know who does? You know who does? My fucking, one of my best friends and who never lies. And I, those were some foggy times because I was doing a lot of boozing. Joe oh, List yeah. and I oh, were doing right. a lot you of drinking. a drunk. Yeah. Now, Joe let List me ask you this. This I, don't know the an- this I don't know the answer to, so you're on your honor. Yeah. Did she ever teach you comedy? Did you ever? No, okay. fuck no. But she did teach comedy. She taught comedy. And did I you take the class? No. Fuck did you no. ever ask her advice? And God, did no. you ever ask her advice? No, absolutely right. not. Because I never, I don't take advice from anybody who I've never seen perform comedy. You never saw her perform comedy. No. How did you become Nobody her assistant? Well, she ran an open mic, and then she was like, and she said she didn't phrase it with "Do you want to be my assistant?" She phrased it with "Do you want to help me book a show?" And I go, "Well, what does that mean?" And she goes, "You can call these people, then I'll put you up." How much every did you get Monday. paid? I'll put you up every Monday. You get to drink for free. And I was a drunkard, as yeah. Gary brought up. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you get to perform. And Stand Up New York was at, it's almost at its peak. It was yeah. an unbelievable club. I was watching Patrice O'Neill. I got in 
you know, I, I met uh, Wayne and a bunch of people at the club. Mm-hmm. They, were, they started giving me check spots. Right. So it was an end. Okay, okay, okay. Stop fucking I'm defending glit- myself. Stop putting glitter on it. I was manipulated like an people, African coming off a people, boat, and they're like, do you want to be a dishwasher? And I'm like, yeah. I just want to have a job, yeah. Like, well, we're going to have you sit in the fucking, you're used to the heat, so why don't you just go back in the kitchen and watch pans and go, I don't know what I'm doing, but I want to pitch it. And that's how I did. And then finally I was like, fuck this tell shit. The, uh, tell the people at home what a check spot is. Do they, do they oh, know what a check spot is? It is brutal. <laughs> Basically, what you do is in New York, the showcase clubs, uh, you know, they have eight comedians on on a show, and all the bills have to be paid. So what they do is, after one of the comedians, the waitresses drop checks on every one of the tables. Right. And the MC brings up a new comic, mm-hmm. like myself. Yes. And you go up and just get the shit kicked out of you for five to ten minutes. Unless... Can't tell whether any of your jokes work, right? Well, problem? you get... I will recommend it to every new comedian yeah? because you get you get tough quick and you learn what works. You learn how to read it. I, I, I disagree with that. I don't think that... I don't think that... Hel- I mean... Look, if it will filter out who's a comic or not, but I think good crowds actually help you write become a good oh, yeah, comic. Yeah, yeah. Shit yeah. crowds, shit crowds Make help you, you de- becoming a shit comic. Help a you shit crowd comic. Help you defe- develop things that could hurt you in the in the longer run. You know, things like hey, fuck you, all that that crowd work yeah, shit. But, I but I, wait a minute, I, I, I mean, like say some of my favorite comedians are part products of. Having to do really late night spots. You know who got really good at it? Ben Bailey and Russ Maneve when they used to have to host the Boston oh. uh, when they weren't working the wow. cellar. Ben Bailey was the guy over there. He became, he went from an okay comic that got some laughs to fucking really funny by just being the guy over there at that fucking shit club. And, and Russ Maneve did the same thing. Russ Maneve became very, very funny by doing that. Well, but, I was kind of the guy. Eventually, I just became the kind of the, the fill-in guy at Stand Up New York where I would just sit at the bar and wait for someone to show up and if no one was if everyone was there they'd put me up for checks but then the MCs I became cool enough with whoever was MCing that they would do the first two minutes Right. so then some people would be paying attention and I could go up and focus on those people uh-huh. get them laughing and learn it kind of did teach me how to read a crowd to see who was paying attention to me yeah, I mean, dude, look at doing good. Actually, I mean, in front of a good crowd, actually makes you become a better comic too. Yeah, because you can you can see where your joke does work, yeah. and it's legitimate. Like this is a funny joke. This one isn't. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but those first two months were rough. Right, well, but you well, got to meet Joe. Was it rough being a Gary? comic or being yeah, an assistant? We made some good friends. <laughs> uh, what was what rougher? Being comic. a being a comics assistant or being being a comics assistant. Or being a comic, you, what, being your boss. Now, when you had to talk to your boss, uh, please don't say that. Well, you said it. You're the one who actually said I it. The one who called it boss. Yeah. I mean, it might have been like a term of endearment. You were being sweet, and I understood that you didn't really think of her as boss. Yeah, I think I might have. Yeah, I think I might because yeah. So you were a charming kid. You were nice. But, but and I, I didn't listen. You were probably he's corporate Dan. He's fucking so corporate Dan. Uh, well, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> You're corporate Dan. Yeah, but it was. Oh, wow. Well, that's what we call me. I am corporate Dan. Yeah, I'm very corporate. I'm yeah. all yes sir, no sirs. Uh, Makes sense. It was, you know what? Not, not to lie though, it was, uh, it was a lot to take in, considering that you know I had seen you on TV a bunch, and that's a weird thing for a comic that if you don't know any comedians and you're young and you moved to New York yeah. and you're just trying to do stand up, you're around guys that you were watching on TV. Three yeah, that is ago. pretty cool. And you're just like, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. You know, like what? Like I was in a cab with you, and I'm like, what the fuck? I'm in a cab with. 
You know what I mean? It's a, yeah. It was like a weird thing. As you, you should get, be, though. As did you, you should get, yeah. Did you ever get starstruck when you first moved to New York? Fuck yeah, New York? I, I got starstruck in Boston, okay? Yeah. Uh, I don't even know his name. He was a black comic. He had a fucking what are, a little thing that you... Ding, ding. What are those little little mouth picks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what those are called. I don't know what they're called. It's not a, it's not a, it's not a harmonica, but bing, 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 you, you flick oh, it. I don't know. Some fucking blues grass shit, right? He did this joke. I remember I had to drive him, and he made me drive him in my shitty Datsun huh? to the gig in... Um, 280Z? No, even shittier. Four door, really? just shitbox. I had holes in the floor and everything. And I remember I had a CD of my set at Catch a Rising Star, <laughs> my first show ever. And I remember I put it in the cassette player for him to listen to. And I, I, I kind of hijacked him and like given him a ride and made yeah. him listen to my comedy. Yeah. And it was. At least was, he can do. But dude, it was bad. Yeah. It was bad. If I had this tape now, and I remember him going, look, man, <laughs> look, man. Look, you just, I don't know what to tell you, man. You just got to find your tempo, bro. And he talked about tempo. He's like, comedy's a tempo. And he kept going. Who was it? Frank he kept going. Jive? Like some people like this. Dun, 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 dun. Some people like this. Dun, 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 he starts playing the spoons. And he started doing, yeah, he started doing. He's like a music man. You don't remember this guy's name. Don't remember his name. Damn it. But I was. <laughs> that's, but that's interesting. I've been hearing that a lot lately. That everything's about a, a rhythm in comedy, but that's if I have it, it's not something that I went out there to. It's your internal rhythm to develop. It's your internal tempo. It's right. the way you. It's what you've, what you've developed, what you did over years and years of being comfortable on stage, and the way it's they, they call it your voice, your internal tempo, the way you deliver your jokes, and the uh, rhythmic. Is that a word? Yeah. Well, rhythmic way. Rhythmic. 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 <laughs> rhythmic way. Thank you. But are you, you. saying kind of like, so like... Uh, I love Danny. Just corrects you without being an ass. Yeah. Go ahead. Sweetheart. He is a nice guy. But do you think... Do, does Do you think you're taking into account the, the audience's reaction with the rhythm? Or is it all your... Or are they reacting to your rhythm? Or are you adjusting your rhythm with the audience? No, you're... Are you playing the audience? Well, if you That's a good question. listen, I think that you, first of all, you are playing the laughs. Some clap. Yeah. You know, when you do your special, when I did my first uh, Comedy Central thing, I did never expected the crowd to be that good. So rehearsing and rehearsing and rehearsing it, I was doing great. But the crowds at a club, the their laugh was different. So I, when I got there, they were so good. They were laughing really hard at the setup. Yeah. You know, and then the punch hit. I forgot to do some tags because the, 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 the setup was the laugh for the punch and then the punch was a big laugh and then I was like, I'm out because I don't usually get, I get boom, yeah. boom, boom, boom. So the blowback, it was almost like a blowback. Yeah, it's like the, the crowd's tempo was a little different than mine. I didn't know how to control that with my tempo. Right. I didn't know how to go take a sip of water and chill the fuck out and know when to drop that next line and let them laugh yeah. and let them do it. But yeah, I think you have, you definitely have a tempo now. You have a the way you deliver jokes, the way something will rattle yeah, out of you. I, I watched I watched you at the cellar the other night. And I, I yeah, you have a tempo. You definitely have. We a tempo. all do. We all right. do. Yeah, he has one, but you can develop it. But now, can you take your shit and throw it in front of any crowd, anywhere, anytime? And for a, for a, any amount of time, for an hour or two, you can. I can. Dan, I don't know. No. You know, probably right now can't. But we'll. You know, that's that's when you learn to be a pro. When you go up there, I think, and you you make them adapt to what you're saying. No matter who was on before you, yeah. 
who's in the crowd, if they know yeah, you or that's not. That's the thing with, with following people, and and I heard this from Tony V from Boston. Oh, it was a fucking great comic. Was such a great comic. God damn it. Don't try to match the person before you's no. energy. No. Bring them back down to yours. Yeah. And then start, start over. over. I always and that's I, some of the best advice. I watch I've a tell. I watch a tell at the cellar, and yeah. no matter who's in front of him, he'll <laughs> come on and he'll just tone it down, and then get him right into yeah. And his tempo is obviously like the like it's like that fucking noticeable. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, to watch him. Yeah, he's got a beautiful rhythm. He does. Yeah, I, I mean, I notice my I notice my rhythm. And I'm sorry for the sound guys who are listening to this. It might be a little off. Not as perfect as we usually have it, because I'm using the Zoom. We're kind of old school in it, back with the Zoom in a, in a room. But um, you know, this this microphone's real hot. These two are trying to bring them up. But okay. Um, anyways, yeah, I I'm noticing now, especially listening to my sets, my tempo, and it's sometimes it's start? off. Sometimes it's mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my god, who who the fuck is that right now? My tempo's off, and you can feel it. Yeah. When you're doing six shows, yeah. one of those shows is going to be, uh, I, I, I fell off the bike. I fell off. Like, something happened. Yeah. The only thing I think that is, is we, the, it seems off when there's a smaller crowd because you can't hear how you're, pl- you're nope. playing. Nope. You really? I've, I've had the best shows of my life in front of 30 people, and the next night sold out two shows. And something, it just didn't feel right. Wow. Well, it wasn't the same because I stepped on the gas too much. Okay. Because I, I didn't, I didn't breathe. I didn't, yeah. hey, let's, we're do, I'm doing this at this pace, no matter what you do. Yeah. No matter what, I know you're going to laugh. I know what to do. I got you. I got you. Yeah. So I'm doing it my way. Like most guys talk slower. Or move slower as they get more experience and confidence. I don't. I used to comedy. Yeah, I used to I used sweat. to ramble through this shit so yeah. fast. Do you remember me? I used to fucking run around. Yeah. <laughs> I used to run around. I used to come off stage at the cellar sweating. Yeah. With you know, just I'd put the mic down. I'd be, <sighs> and come. And that wasn't because I was fat. It was because I just went fucking sucky fucking. Good night. Walk in fifteen minutes and just level the place. I was always impressed with with another guy in Boston, Frank Santarelli. Oh my god! Who would stick the mic mic in the stand, keep it there, oh stand god. almost as far back as you could on the stage, and own every centimeter of the room. Yeah. That's weird because I remember when I first moved to New York, you said that you said something along the lines of like you were lear- you wish you could learn how to do that. Just put the mic in the stand, and you yeah. said. Uh, you, you you equivalented it to being in a pool and you're holding the sides of the uh, the, the edges of the pool. Yeah. And you said if you can let go of that mic stand and not touch the uh, mic stand or the uh, mic, that's like you just swimming in the deep end. Like, <laughs> if you can just leave it in there, and like Look, I, I I yeah, man. that's real though, right? Leaving the mic in the mic stand for me, I can do it now. I don't, but I I I can I can also take it out and stand still. Yeah. Um, I can stand in the middle of the stage. Sometimes, but here's the thing: is sometimes I forget that part of me is performance. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. a performer. Right. I forget now because I can I can get laughs on just delivering my jokes. Yeah. I forget that. Hey, man, get into it a little bit. Yeah. I I get into it. I need to kind of move around a little bit. And I think it's to be honest, not to be a fucking. It's my weight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you, I heard. 
I've been listening to my sets because I'm trying to get this hour together. How long have you been listening to sets? Because that wasn't something you always did at the beginning of I've, comedy, right? I've always done it, but not to not not for real. Yeah. Now I'm like I'm going through my sets. And do you transcribe the shit? I do you write it I, down? What I do is I go through the set. I did six sets last week. I'm going through them. It's it's awful. I'll take out the best. Like this joke worked. Take it out and I'll literally take the audio track out, cut it out, put it down somewhere else. Yeah, and then transcribe that joke nice. word for word. What do you use? GarageBand. GarageBand. Yeah. Nice. And then transcribe that joke. And then like I'm doing Reno in two weeks. Mm -hmm. I'm doing Tuesday to Sunday just to do the time. Great. So hopefully next week. I'll be able to what have will, a... What, what club will that be at so we can uh, plug that? That's going to be at uh, the Silver Fucking Something Casino. Silver Fucking Something Casino. Silver Fucking Something Casino. Open in 1981. It's at Catch a Rising Star in oh, okay. Reno. Catch Silver Rising Fucking Star. Yeah. Something Casino. <laughs> I've never been to Reno. I'm fucking scared. I'm really scared. It's the tiniest, biggest city in the world. I, I'm scared, but I'm so interested because I love ghosts and I love the Old West. And I, I want to go... I want to I wanna shoot a six-shooter. I want to shoot a Should've Colt. You should have gone to Tucson. Tucson, Arizona? Yeah, you go yeah, down to Tombstone, Arizona. Yeah, but ooh, ooh boogity boogity. It's fucking fun. Why, is that where I'm you're from? Why are you know, That's where I went to I went to college there. Really? That's where I started comedy, it was in Tucson. At Laugh's Casino. What is that? No, Laugh's Cafe. Yeah, but you did radio. Yeah, but I was doing stand-up, too. I did yeah, radio you, first. You, you wanted to be a radio guy first. No, I wanted to do stand-up, but I thought radio would help me get over the fear of listening to my own voice. Really? Yeah. Why wouldn't you love to listen to your voice? Because I hated it. I hate. I really? still hate watching myself. Gorgeous. I hate all of that. I uh, and then I just radio. I was working at Outback Steakhouse. For I worked two shifts. I needed a job. I had no money, and I kept applying at this radio station. I was like, "Let me work." I gave him my tape from my college radio yeah. station, and I was just bothering him, bothering him. They interviewed me. Didn't hear back from him for like three months. I get hired at Outback, and I'm like, "Can I be a waiter?" And they're like, "Nah." You're going to be a busboy. And I was 19, and I had a 14-year-old uh, training me. And he's like, um, so when you take this table... He was the fry make, kid on The Simpsons? Yeah, it was. It really was. Mr. Simpson. Um, I just think... And then I was like, dude, I, I bu I've been busting tables for years. I know what to do. Teenager. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's what it was. And he's like, um, well, you kind of have to do these things. And uh, I did two shifts. The radio station calls me up, and they're like, do you want to do midnight to 6 a.m. on the weekends? And I'm like... Yeah, and I fucking... 6 a.m. Is that 6 a.m. in six the morning? 6 a.m. <laughs> wow. Yeah. 12 a.m. to what 6 a.m. What was the worst... What's the worst job you ever had, Gary? Go. Worst job I ever had? Worst know, job. Sears, I'm talking Sears worst hardware. job. Sears Hardware. You worked at Sears Hardware. Yeah. Which... Where? At the North Shore Mall in Peabody, Massachusetts. Ooh. Really? Yeah. That's a big Sears. Wow. You don't know that. I've been to Peabody, Mass. Huge Sears. Peabody? Peabody? No, you have Peabody. Peabody. the anchor of the North Shore Mall at the time. Still really? Is. But I became very friendly with the... My mom got me the job because she was the cafeteria lady at Sears. There's a cafeteria at Sears? There was. There was. There isn't anymore. Now it's just like this? a vending machine. This is industrial was, revolution? It was, <laughs> was an employee cafeteria. Really? And so I, I, knew, I knew everybody there, but the, they were always hiring for the hardware department. And it was... Uh, I was I was sort of let go for throwing the football around in the stock room really yeah that's some strict policy they have uh well he wanted to talk to me and i just got nervous and i just stopped going in <laughs> you got nervous to talk to you i was like i don't want to tell my mother or something like that you know really yeah what's the worst job you ever had um probably working on the docks in alaska 
What? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, what? I did that for a summer. You know what? I, you know what's really aggravating me about huh. you? You've been on my fucking show yeah. for fucking months now, yeah. okay? And I'm finding out you're an assistant to a <laughs> I woman. Promise I helped you were, a, you were a woman's you know what assistant. Me? What? He's been on the show for months now. It's been months since I've been on the show. We've well, been living in fucking, the same city. Yeah, but you're 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 not around, dude. Right. You're you're on the road. Okay. He's what's he doing? Fucking chuckle <laughs> hut on Tuesday. Chuckle hut. I wish. Now I now find out you were fucking. You were doing you were deadliest crab. No, I did salmon, halibut, and cod. Same shit. No, it's not. You were Those on the crab guys are out of their fucking heads, and they do that in the winter. And that's if you do that shit, you're on meth. Okay, so you do you worked... know that's what the crab guys say about the Sam Halliburton yeah, crab no, they guys? Don't. They yeah, they call us pussies. And I you know, know, really? a couple of them. And the yeah. lobsters guys they do that say shit for fun, uh, like the fucking crab guys. They're like, they're like you're doing fucking salmon. They like look at you like, oh fuck. They don't give a shit. So what did you do? What was your job? We um, I was on the quote unquote the dock crew. So what I did you was you didn't have to do the quotes. I, I just did because I people feel like love I'm, quote unquote. You don't have to do the quotes and the quote unquote. I like the, I like overkill. <laughs> I like overkill. I like proving Wait a point. Yeah, explain yourself. Well, he made the quote fingers, <laughs> yes. and then he also said quote unquote. Like Bobby and I don't know what quote unquote <laughs> yeah. is. One I was the on. Other. You can just say it too. The dog crew. We, yeah, uh, we, we get I just it. Held my hands down. Yeah, and actually. Uh, that's not even a quote-unquote situation because <laughs> that's what it's called. It's All not right. a figure of speech. You know what? Let me yeah. tell you something. Gary Gellman is the smartest man I know. <laughs> Fuck Greg, Greg Proops. Gary Gellman, smartest Gary Gellman man in the world. intelligent man. Very t- smart guy. Good-looking and smart. Oh, and those glasses, those are real. He doesn't, he doesn't, they're not fake like a lot of the stuff at South by Southwest glasses. Oh, my God. Uh, they're not fake prescriptions. Gary needs those. I need these for night to drive at that, night. Do you want to talk about that panel? After we're finished, we will absolutely. Right. I wanna... So the worst there was what I had to do was two things. Yeah, the the worst thing ever that I had to do that nothing will ever be worse than this mm-hmm. is they kind of did like a tryout for us to right. see who was going to make the dock crew. Okay, so we showed up the first day. They gave us a pickaxe and two shovels. There was three of us. Yeah. They said there's PVC pipe about six, four and a half to six feet down on the ground. It runs for sixty yards. Dig that up all day. So we just d- dug that up all day. We did that for about three days until it was dug up. They replaced the PVC pipe. Then they had a bunch of halibut come in. They cut off all the heads of halibut as they were filleting them. And it was my job to take these totes, these big plastic totes that fill a 1,000 pounds of fish, all halibut heads, and I had to take them and throw them in this grinder that was on the docks to crush the bones and send them out to sea so the seagulls would eat them. So I spent eight hours just taking all these fish heads and throwing them into Sounds a like grinder. Sounds like fun. Yeah. It was, except all those splash backs of the eyes. Mm. popping in the grinder and shooting into uh, your face and like you had blood yeah, all over you. Yeah, you're around death all day. And you're on a lot you're around you're around a lot of Filipinos on meth. That's it's fun too. No, it's not. Oh. Those, some of those guys. Are I'm fun. sorry. I'm sorry, Mexicans. Fun. Yeah. Me- meth and Mexicans are fun. Yeah, not Filipinos. <laughs> and then I just uh I would they take Tuco like and Breaking Bad. <laughs> some of those guys, yes. Really? Some of oh, those that's guys frightening. Some that of those guys were fucking frightening. Show. And uh, 16 hours a day, seven days a week. No 16 days. hours a day. Yeah, you wake seven up. Seven days a week. Seven days a week. Wait a second. Wake That's up. the hardest Stop. job. Stop. Wake up at eight. You have to Stop. be on the dock by 745. 16 done. hours a day is yep. illegal. They don't give a shit. Where was it? In Alaska. Alaska what? Kenai. Kenai. Right in the Cook Inlet. And Kenai. what was the hourly wage? Uh, seven fifty. but then anything over eight, anything over eight, you got time and a half. Why so you did you go there? A ton of money. I was in college. I was in between my freshman and sophomore year. I made a lot of money. Made a lot of money. Yeah, but wow. how did you stay sane? 
Uh, you're dreaming about this shit while you're while you're sleeping, so you're never away from it for seven days a week. No, nah, and sometimes we drink. You get done at midnight, and right. someone would go buy like an eighteen pack of beer, and we'd all have like six, but you'd have to drink it in like forty five minutes. And I was like, I was like eighteen or nineteen, so I'd just throw it up because I was just putting so much suds in my body. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> we just smoked a lot of pot. We worked all the time, but you know what? And this is I really attribute it. That's where I learned that I was like, I think I could maybe do stand up comedy. Because I was in a room with all these, <laughs> I was in a room with all these these backwoods Alaskan dudes, crushing, just making them laugh, making fun of the people we worked with, wow. just riffing, and I was kind of like, oh, maybe. This, and then this this can't be harder than any crowd that I'd work. Yeah, it was just like these toothless guys, like, oh man, the Filipinos do talk like that. And I was like, Murder. I would love to see him be famous in only Alaska. I, I don't know. <laughs> Alaska, gorgeous in the summer. Alaska is one of my favorite places I've ever been. You ever been to Alaska? Never been, Bob. Gorgeous. Nicest people on the fucking planet. They they're wow. really like really nice. They've got like down south, like niceness. Oh yeah, well they did, but they're in the middle of fucking nowhere. You know, and they all get money too. They all get money, right? Yeah, because you move there, you get seventeen hundred dollars immediately yeah. because of the oil that's in Alaska. Yeah. When you become an Alaskan resident, you get money, like immediately. No. Let me tell you about my two bosses though, because they are the worst. One of them, it was Lou and Lynn. Uh, Lou was just literally the most ruffian. He had a full beard. He always had Copenhagen in his lip, and he would eat with it, <laughs> with the dip in. Wow. You got to love that. He went fishing for halibut, which is extremely hard because they do iron casts. Like when they cast out, it's like straight up tough shit. He did that for fun, for his vacation. He was our dock boss. He was the biggest idiot I've ever met in my life. But Lynn... Lynn was from uh, the city we were from, we were, the town we were working in, and on the top of his mouth, he had teeth, right? Like on the left side, but then right in the middle, on the top of his teeth, it just went to gum. Oh, God. Okay. Just on the right side. Yes. But on his bottom side, on the le on the right side, he had teeth on the bottom, and then middle, of the, it, it went puzzle. all to gum. So it was a perfect clasp. Right. Wow. And I couldn't tell the difference between two types of salmon, between red and chums. And they would always bust my balls. They're like this, this—they always call you a southerner if you're from the states. Yeah. They're like, they're like, this southerner, this southerner, he can't tell the difference between a red and a chum. Right. And one day, I finally figured it out. This guy taught me. He goes, "Look, there's a little silver in the tail, and your nose, the belly's a little fatter." And I finally found out how to read it. So they're busting my balls one day when they're coming around. They're like, Dan can't even tell the difference between a red and a chum. And I go, "Actually, I had an epiphany, and I learned how." They stop and they look at each other and they go. A what? A period. <laughs> well, that's and they made no. Their joke made no sense. And I was like, these are some of the dumbest motherfuckers I've ever met in my life. I'm gonna stay in school. I'm gonna get my college degree. Mm -hmm. That was the worst job I ever had. Almost uh, one of the worst stories you ever told, too. Uh, Listen, I thought it was <laughs> but the, the Gary, voices were entertaining. The, Thank you. Yeah, that's what I am. I'm a he really, I was. I thought there was a bigger payoff coming. Jesus really? Christ! Yeah. Yeah. yeah, can we edit that? Yeah, you like, went. Like here's, <laughs> the next time, you, the next time you tell that story, okay. yeah. the guy uh, Lynn, yeah. yeah, had braces on the remaining teeth. Yeah, oh, yeah. On the, but just on the bottom. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. on the okay. bottom. Right. Yeah, and braces. the guy that taught you how the difference between the halibut fucked you in the ass. Like that's how he taught you. Oh. Just to make it more interesting. Oh. Yeah, it made you just suck no his cock. Vaseline. Oh. Um, Gary. Yes. So today we're, we're we announced we're at well, yeah, right then. We're at that story took it out of you too, didn't it? Telling it. Oh <laughs> god, that was fucking taxing. Was. <laughs> you know what? This is why I don't tell you about my past. Well, no, um, I love your past. Just you we we were in and out, we were out, we were going over excited. to another story and you went, "One more thing before we go. I got to tell you yeah, about yeah, the two yeah. people. It's the best thing ever." And I was like, "Dan never fucking fucks up on stories." He's got voice <laughs> This isn't good stories. I wonder if you could use that garage band technique that you uh, used to take your thing to take that piece I of really, 
story out. I of really it. hope he can. Oh my god! I'll tell you what. I'll be listening next but week. But then this Lynn and fucking and I thought Lynn was a girl too. When you said Lynn, you didn't tell me it was a guy. Lou Sorry. and Lynn. You Lou know what? Lynn. Everyone messes up sometimes, and I apologize. Monster voice. You're absolutely right. You're right. Yeah. Now shut your face. <laughs> At what point did you know that that story was failing? Yeah. Right at the beginning. Yeah. Right when I launched into it. I can see. I can see in his eyebrows. Couldn't tell. I felt a deep. His eyebrows went up and stayed up. Right at the beginning. Corporate Dan, I know how to sell shit. <laughs> so yeah, we're we're at South by Southwest or S X S W. Yeah, because um, uh, X means everybody else in the world is much more aware of its uh, presence and and prestige than we are. I don't think we get it. I, th- I, I, I don't get. It. I didn't get it until today, and yeah. then I realized how big it was. And um, last night was fun, man. We showed up last night. We went to see an awesome new band that yeah, we called love, Little Hurricane. Little Hurricane. It's kind of white stripey. Yeah. Or the Black Keys kind of... Hot chick on a drum. Hot chick on a drum and a dude playing guitar. And a cool ass... Just a two-piece? Robert Palmer motherfucker playing guitar. But then he played a guitar that was also laying down on a table. Yeah, we were talking about that earlier. Did it slide? Yeah, that's what Joe DeRose is fucking doing shows in the South right now. They have one of those guys up before him. Yeah, yeah, Roadhouse guitar. That was really good. It, it's, Un-fucking believable. It's hard to hear a band you've never heard before and get into their groove right away, and they fucking grabbed us. Are oh, my still, God. Are they going to be? I want to see them. Oh, uh, yeah. They'll be, they're yeah, actually doing fly, shows. Yeah. I got to fly it, too. I'll show yeah. you the fly. Ha, little Hurricane, fucking great. We were, I mean, just everybody, you look at everybody in the crowd, and they're just looking at him like fucking gods. Yeah. And he was just going off, and he was into it. He was fucking great. So we met him after, and we yeah. took a photo. Such presence on this guy on stage. But it's like you, he owned this oh. room that was very distracted. Yeah. Maybe very taco, distracted. There was have Taco, taco Bell, Bell. The new the, Taco Bell. The Taco Bell, it's a Dorito shell. What? It's yeah. the shell is fucking Dorito. Dorito. They're cool from Dorito. They're no, doing but cool I'm ranch. sure that'll happen. The Cool Ranch is coming. So right now it's nacho cheese. Nacho cheese shell. That yeah. is ingenuity. And they're sponsoring the comedy the... show that we're doing tonight. Wait, we get Dorito Taco Bell? Yeah. Which I pointed out to the owner, took way longer than it needed to. <laughs> we've had both these things. We've had Doritos, we've had tacos. I like that you took it's them the down same, a notch. It's the same phenomenon that happened with uh, sweet potato fries. Yeah. <laughs> sweet potato fries is a new millennium invention. <laughs> both of those things have existed Sweet potato. <laughs> I like that you're genuinely bothered by this. Well, that's irritating. Same with Sunday night football, Dan. Yeah. We've had Sundays. We've had football. Why do we just get the Sunday night football now? <laughs> Tater tots. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Sweet, sweet, sweet potato tater tots. Wow. Not good. Really? Too sweet. Oh, I didn't even know they existed. They do at Sonic Burger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. At Sonic Burger. Sweet, but brand new sweet potato tot, tater tots. No good. Tater wow. tot has to be regular. Salty. Too sweet. It's like eating candy. Don't get it. <laughs> anyway, Fat Tips by Bob Kelly. So, yeah, we go outside. We take a photo with him. We're kind of a little fanny, you know, whatever. They were cool, though. We talked to him. And it was great hanging outside because we're meeting 
these the, the fucking one of the dudes at Google, the head, the MySpace president dude walks up and some guy from Seagate hard drives. And, you know, the guy, the syndicate guys and, and Matt from uh, Laugh Button, Jack Vaughn comes up. I mean, it's a fucking really cool kind of fucking hang out in front of the club last night. Yeah. Uh, meeting all these cool people. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Ellis, Chris Ellis was they were really kind of being real cool to introduce us to people yeah. and putting us over, you know, like, but this is Robert Kelly. This is Gary Gullman. They're our guys. They're doing the show, blah, blah, blah. We met a lot of cool people last night. And then, uh, so today we went out, Gary had a, uh, what is it? What is a it panel. called? A panel. He did a panel. Oh, okay. Four guys usually. Explain around. the panel, Gary. It was like six people and they were all somehow involved in comedy tours instead of just one guy a few guys in a related thing. So the guy who produced oh. the Comedians of Comedy was there. Eugene Merman, who was a part of the Comedians of Comedy, and then something called the Stand Up Tour with Michael Showalter and and Leo Allen. I, yeah. I think the that's theme, what it's so Andy Kindler theme, theme, yeah. themed out of comedy clubs in you know not really in you know theaters yeah. or rock and roll clubs, not comedy club tours. Yeah, themed sh- tours like uh, mm. a group of comics going out together. Yeah. And uh, Gary, uh, there was the girl. I don't know who the girl was. was. Girl, she was from. Her name was Christine Levine. She was from the Unbookables. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's Doug Stanhope's. Okay, yeah. It seemed to be like Doug Stanhope presents. Yeah. And he really liked them, so he put them over. But geniuses. They, he felt they were geniuses, which that's a word that gets thrown around a lot. Too much. A lot too frequently. Oh well, no, that's a big word. Yeah. No, that's a big. I think genius. I think time machine. <laughs> I think wow yeah. You see that star up oh, there Oh really he invented a time machine See that star, star up there Yeah It's around fucking 50 light years away This is how long it would take there This is what's going on over there We can't live there Because it's made of this How did you know that I'm a genius yeah. <laughs> That's what I think Not I like, like uh, yeah. yeah Not somebody who's had a fucking club shit face Going you know what Rape isn't that bad And getting a laugh off it <laughs> <laughs> I was like that I like your like uh you're um, almost well, fucking real. I mean, look, Moore. dude. I was make a Dudley Moore reference. Rape, I think. The, rape was the final frontier in, in comedy <laughs> a couple years ago. But now it's it's like uh, there's a franchise of rape jokes. There yeah. is. It really is. It's yeah. it's popping up all over. Yeah. Well, well, here's the deal. I think that uh, certain comics are fucking brilliant. Yeah. Or yeah. really funny. I would use the word brilliant before I used the word genius. Yeah. yeah. You know, like Stanhope's fucking brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. That I new mean, album. His new album. Well, great. you know, his story is so fucking. I didn't know I knew Stanhope before I knew Stanhope. You know, Dane was in the San Francisco Comedy Festival with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Stanhope won. Yeah. And I knew about Stanhope before I knew about Stanhope. Yeah, but we heard the side of the person who came in second to him. Right. But you know, but he was still. I mean, I mean, it was still Stanhope was funny, like this guy, yeah. and then he sold his car, and he had. I mean, I don't know how much of it's true, but he's got a, a story behind him that's actually like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know, what I mean, it's kind of a cool story, even though it's probably fucking changed over the years. He sold his car, had to move back into his car, and then fucking lived in a, yeah. the woods, and you know, <laughs> I don't know, but I I respect guys who live. Uh, like you say, fuck it, I'm living in Arizona. He lives fuck in it, Bisbee. Li- he lives like right outside yeah, of uh, I, I, Tucson. I, that's such a. When somebody goes, I'm not doing it your way because yeah. you don't. First of all, you're gonna fuck me anyways. You're gonna. I'm. I'm not gonna. There's gonna be a day where I'm gonna be fucked. So I'm just gonna go my own way now. Yeah. So go fuck yourself. <laughs> and that. That's what I loved about this thing. And that was the question I asked Eugene. You guys don't work comedy clubs. You guys are working these other clubs, these rock and roll clubs. It's like, fuck. I mean, 
That's such, we did that Atlanta last year. We did these 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 side clubs. We didn't do any real comedy club chains. Yeah. yeah. And we fucking filled them up and yeah. we had a blast. Yeah. We had fun. And I'm so I, I want this to happen so badly that like how fun do we how much fun do we have when we do a show together? Blast. Yeah, I mean, why can't Before, like Before, after, the drive is awesome, the drive back is awesome. And it's not a fucking comedy club. It's there's no there's not these, you know, these fucking kind of hot waitresses who don't give a fuck about your show. They just care about their fucking tips. You know, jamming drinks down people's throats. Yeah. Some, you know, 19-year-old door girl who's letting shit-faced people get in front row because that's what, hey, that's what I like. We have fun. They'll be fun. You yeah. can fuck with them. Eugene made this point. He was like, yeah, comedy club is sort of a, a structure based in 1975 to around the point. early 90s. No. And... What did he say that we should have evolved past that? Or that, no, we or have, that have we to, have evolved. Yeah, that, past that doesn't that. have to be the the situation. And, yeah, it doesn't have to be the situation. You don't have to be dealing with somebody selling boneless chicken and well. And you, the one guy who ran comedians of comedy, he said, "I've been spoiled by seeing comedy shows at at rock clubs. I can't go back to the comedy clubs now." Well, I don't look at certain comedy clubs. I have fun at me too. But I think comedy clubs, it, it would be it would behoove you. To get to the point where you don't have to work them. So when you do work them, you can work the ones you want, and you can also work as many shows as you want. That's the one thing that sucks, is that when you do these alternative venues, you can work them one night. Yeah. Or and two. And, and Eugene said you make two-thirds of what you would have made for doing seven shows yeah. in a week in this place. Yeah, and then you work seven shows at the same club. They're literally stretching you out as far yeah. as they can stretch you. Yeah. No chance to make any bonus or have a crowd. So now they got to give tickets away just because they got to make the liquor. It, it's totally not for you. It's to benefit. the. It's to pay rent yeah. and make money and pay for your boat. You know, it's not your condo. It's not. And then they blame you. It's like, wait a minute. Build me a fucking fan base. Let me come in. I'd love. I'd rather come in on a Wednesday, yeah. do one show, give me 75, 80% of the door, That's and what, I'll, I'll promote the fuck out of that Wednesday. That's what a lot of people do. I know Maria Bamford will only come in on off night, so she only gets her audience. Yeah. Maria I don't Ray. want... I, I'd rather take 300 people over seven nights and put them on one show and make the same money, almost. Yeah. But it's a risk, because if you don't, you're fucked, and you're not working the club. You're not working either. Yeah. Or so the, I think these rock venues are actually. I was really interested in that. I thought that was a really interesting yeah. uh, part of that whole thing. But, but it was sad because they put this thing in a, a 300 seat room. It should have been in a 50 seater. Yeah. Because and they didn't really promote it well. Enough. Yeah, it was not. It was not promoted. But I no. had a lot of fun on that panel. Hilarious. And I feel like this could be a new sideline for me. That I'll be the guy who is the. <laughs> you know, I can do podcasts. I mean, that's clear. Yeah. I can do the stand up. Jack of all trades. But then I also have this panelist outlet, and and let me tell you, at this point, it doesn't pay well, <laughs> which is to it'd say just be, it doesn't pay. It'd be just be. A they, weird I haven't thing. found a way to monetize the panel mm -hmm. thing, but I think this is going to lead to other panels, and the next thing you know, I'm the guy who maybe I'm not anchoring the panel, but I'm a solid complimentary member of the panel. I can see that. Yeah, it's it was sweet. actually a fun. It was I was right, I sat right up front. Yeah, and uh, but here's the thing. There were some people, even though it was practically empty, who were sitting way in the back. Ugh. Oh, God, like they, they couldn't suck. get good seats. Ugh. Yeah, like it, 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 some of the but some of the people were actually important people in the business. Oh, okay. That came to see it, and they don't want to sit right up front. 
as as to you know who they are and be like a oh, fucking right, right, right. You know, yeah. make you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. There was a but couple, I pointed him out, like like the guy who runs the oh, Montreal yeah. Comedy yeah, yeah. Festival. Yeah, the, the guy who runs nice Montreal. Guy. He's like Hilly. Hey, yeah, <laughs> Bruce Hill is a fucking great guy. When I first met him, I was so nervous to meet that. You know, when somebody goes, that's the that's yeah. the guy who runs it. You like, but he couldn't be any nicer, down to earth, and his wife more down to earth and sweet. His wife will literally come up to you like, hey, how you doing? It's like. Yeah. Why are you talking to me? Yeah, yeah, really and, nice and people. And here's what I think is going on there. What? He's Canadian. <laughs> yeah? They're nicer people than they us. They are nice people, yeah. They're man. so decent. The crowds are fucking nice, too. Yes. Very rarely yes. have I ever fucking blocked a Canadian off of if, Twitter. If, yeah, if... Just if, one. Just one guy. Canadian Dan, I think his name is. If this kid's uh, success at yeah. Montreal Comedy Festival is yeah. any indication, yes. Canadian then these people, people are, nice. are very generous. They are very. Yeah. <laughs> Not only like that, but they're homeless people who are bilingual. It's amazing. Oh, that's true. In Montreal. Wow, wow you threw that Listen, little fucking singer in just there. Just because you're homeless doesn't mean you're not uh, intelligent. In, well, in most cases. Usually it means you're addicted to something or mentally ill. Hmm. Or yeah. just don't want to fucking deal. <laughs> or like the outdoors. <laughs> right? I have to live it rough. Um, yeah, that was actually pretty fun. Then we went to the... I was we were doing... We were, we were uh, talking about the... the the, the floor no the floor oh. we went to what was that called the showroom floor oh the showroom floor the, we got some free stuff we, Bob Kelly is oh god here's what I here's what I feel I feel that Bob Kelly if we needed to get a ride and there was nothing else available could convince somebody to lend us his car for the rest of the day I'm telling you man he, yeah I, I was walking around with a f- semi because it was all new tech. And not even just the crazy, like the Mophie or you know the 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 the, the bandolier. Yeah, <laughs> that's called Runner. R U N N U R. Yeah, I'm and gonna that actually is a great product, man. I'm gonna actually promote but that shit. How Gary noticed that it was a bandolier. That's actually, how I described it. I'm and gonna actually promote this uh, next week. I'm gonna be promoting the run. I'm gonna be going over on Tech Talk next week. The Runner and uh, a couple other things that I saw today. But this week I actually did the. And you got one. You got a Mophie case. Yeah. You got the uh, 2000 one, which is a little a little more battery life than me. And you got uh, what is it? Orange. They called it orange. It's reddish orange. And this guy from Mophie. Here's the thing. I didn't. I didn't want it at first. It extends your battery life, and it's very thin. You wouldn't even know it's on there, unless somebody told you it was on there. And extend. It doubles your battery life in your phone. But here's what I was thinking while this was going on. Why do we don't deserve this? <laughs> we don't deserve this kind of technology. Uh, I shouldn't be able to watch movies on the on the uh, the bus. And on the plane and all these yeah. things, we're, we're not grateful and we're, and we're really bad people. Speak for yourself. I don't don't know. fuck up my tech mojo. All Listen, right. man, I need this or I'm going to kill somebody or fuck somebody <laughs> See and what ruin I mean? my marriage. See what I mean? All right. This guy is a, is a murderous uh, yeah. lunatic. He's a lunatic. <laughs> Robert Kelly's a lunatic yeah. without his technology. Oh my god! This is dating him with blue screens. This is my Just Craigslist. Screens. This is my Craigslist. This is my fucking pizza. The fact that I was walking through there today. I could have came here and just did that. I've never been to a tech expo floor before. Well, I've think. never, I've never seen this that. Isn't even this isn't the main this draw is of this festival. Small. It's a sideline. Yeah, and I so imagine what you would be like at the uh, what do you call it? the ETS tech fest? Or yeah, the like C C 
CES, right? Here's the thing. Electronic show. Consumer electronics. If I ever, well, not when, when, because I want to put fucking positive things out there. (laughs) When send that out to the universe, Robert. (laughs) I'm gonna send it out and leave it there, because the walls of lack and delay now crumble away. I now fulfill my destiny. Florence Scovel Shin. (laughs) The game of life and how to play it. We'll have Florence on the show next week. She's dead. <laughs> oh God! Sorry, yeah. which which is really going to be hard to manifest. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's, she's she's no longer she's no longer with us. <laughs> so, there it is. So we did the we did the uh, how's it feel to be have competitive voices? Dude? I actually enjoy she's it. Dead. It's nice, right? I like, it's like a jam session. <laughs> Like, but I only have one. Yeah, but you do you nine. You do yours, and you do your Indian and switch back into <laughs> with the Woody Allen. No, into the, the, he's gonna do the yeah, the Indian's my favorite. This is the Indian. Oh, I heard about this. This uh, is legendary. Uh, I want to hear it. <laughs> this is a uh, white guy Chief, playing an Indian. White guy, yeah, the white Chief guy in the Logan. 1920s movie playing an Indian. Yes, Chief Subscribe. For I have came from a land far from my own. I rode the Iron Eagle through the sky to a land. Where I can tell jokes to other braves and witness tribes unlike my own. For I live off the maze off the land. Yeah. That's crazy talk. No, I'm serious. No, no, no. That's my brother. His name is Crazy Talk. His name's Crazy Talk. His actual real name's Bo, but we call him Crazy Talk. He works at the Circle K over by the reservation. <laughs> He's a good dude. Might I, I, love I, him. Might I just interject one notion at this juncture? <laughs> My my white Indian, my white Indian, he'd be perfect for this festival. <laughs> All right, so we we go on the floor today, me and Gal, and Gal, you know, he, you could give a fuck, really. You don't really you you like it, but you're not as me. You're not walking yeah, I'm, around. I'm overwhelmed, and I don't understand. Yeah, so it's frightening I, for me. I know everything. I, I walked up to people like I, they had the waterproof case, which I own two of them already. I've given gifts away, and mm. I, I know everything about. It. I walked up but and I talked can watch to them. Bobby interact with people. For hours. It's amazing. He's the, he's the most charismatic. He gets excited. Enthusia- you know what's beautiful about him? The enthusiasm. Genuine the enthusiasm. The enthusiasm of, yeah. a, of, a, of a, a, a Meshuggah <laughs> lunatic. What would you call me? But, <laughs> but, but still, but, but you don't put people off. No. You're not, you're not off-putting. No way. You're not in, aggressive and in people's faces. Nope. No, the fine line to walk. Yeah. The tightrope. Yeah. But and I I'm do a bull it. in a china shop. Nah, you're not. You're a sweetie. All right. You're a big sweet guy. I just feel if I tried to get stuff for free, people would get aggressive. frightened. Yeah, but here's the scared. deal: they want to give you stuff for free. They want you to promote their product. I'm helping them. The fact that I'm mentioning Mofi, you know, and you have one too. You love it. I love this. How Mophie. fucking great is it? And it's Amazing. also a great case. Beautiful case. Yeah, so fucking go get the goddamn Mophie. And that we're look at we just told thirty thousand people to go get a fucking case. And ten of those people are gonna do it. M O P H I E. (laughs) Rhymes with Uh Sophie. Yeah, Sophie or Mophie. And you got the extended one. Have you heard the sports announcer who referred to choosing between Andrew Luck and Peyton Manning for the Indianapolis Coats? He called it a called it a real Sophie's choice. No, he didn't. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for trivializing the Holocaust by comparing wow. two two outstanding quarterbacks wow. to choosing between your what? children. What? What would so- you do? That? Sophie's choice. What? Peyton Manning. The guy. Andrew Luck. <laughs> they are not going to that. Uh, you're compared it to Auschwitz. <laughs> what are you out yeah. of your head? Yeah, they did that I in don't that book. Like about, it. Do you remember that book with the uh, the Conan O'Brien Jay Leno thing? Yeah. The head of NBC or one of the heads of NBC is called that a Sophie's choice. You know what's a Sophie's choice? Sophie's choice. Yes, thank <laughs> hey, you. Wait a minute. Is it Sophie's choice the one with Jack Nicholson? No. No. Which one's that? That's what Chinatown. Is... No, the one. <laughs> what's the one with Jack Nicholson where he has to, in the blonde, and it's a Wolf? mob movie? 
It's Pritzy's a, Honor. Pritzy's Honor. Oh, sorry. Wow. Yeah, Swing sort of, and a miss. Any sort of name with a... <laughs> That's going to be hot outside. With a possessive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a possessive. I'm out. Schindler's? Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm out again. <laughs> Pritzy's Honor. That's Pritzy. so funny. Yeah, Pritzy. What, yeah, that's what a Jewish name. Sophie's, what's Sophie's choice you know about? Sophie's choice is Meryl Streep. Okay. And she has to choose between letting her daughter go to the gas chamber or her son yeah yeah and she makes a choice so it's a thriller it a, it's a, originally a book by william styron and then they made it into an oscar nominated or oscar i think it's a winner i've never yeah. seen it never seen it i haven't either because i would think that it was the most upsetting movie yeah yeah it sounds depressing mm-hmm. yeah. so it's, it's like it's like term, terms of yeah. endearment when oh. oh here's my candy bar mom you but can take it back oh. i fucking cried hey. for for six fucking six days watching that the candy bar yeah the candy bar scene in terms of endearment just cause little the candy. Mo- let the kid have a fucking candy bar just because the candy bar though what do you mean just- <laughs> <laughs> fat joke ding, ding. so we've so we've put together a, a, a list of players that we'll be protecting from the uh, expansion draft uh, so other teams can't take them it's a real schindler's list <laughs> Right. Yeah. As the old Jewish writer says it. Well, I don't know if you saw this, but this year's draft class, Schindler's List. These guys are all going to do very well. They're good. They're not mentions. They're good. We'll be back with trivializing the Holocaust. Hey, hey welcome back to the herd today on the Sports Talk Radio. We're going to be trivializing one of the worst atrocities the humans ever. We're talking about Peyton Manning. We're going to be redoing. The- we're going to be redoing this kitchen with what they call uh, Holocaust bricks. Yeah. Now, these bricks can take up to fucking Bob Vila. 700 degree heat. Let's fix this kitchen up. Auschwitz style. <laughs> <laughs> what? what is it? We're going to train in everything. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my oh, gosh. Jesus Christ. People don't even think when they oh. use these cliches. Oh, God. That's like, uh, who's the NFL player that said that they were slaves? Do you remember that? He was oh. a black guy. But he goes, yeah, man, we're basically just like... Oh, Adrian Peterson. Oh, God. During the lockout. Oh, God. Or, or Prince slaves. when he wrote Slave on his, <laughs> on yeah. his face. Yeah, slaves, oh. with, slaves that own a Porsche. That's good. All right, well, listen, guys. It's 8 o'clock. we got to wrap this up because we have a show to do tonight. And i got to yep. go check um, in my you got to go check apartment. in. I want to thank, first, number one, Syndicate Chris Ellis, everybody over there. I want to thank uh, Matt at Laugh Button, everybody over at Laugh Button and the Syndicate. You guys have been fucking great. Uh, even the girl that was hanging our posters today that didn't even know it was me and Gary, we were like, who's going to be there? She was like, well, Doug Benson's going to be there. He's funny. We were like, well, what about Gary? I don't know. And then she goes, I go, what about Robert Kelly? She goes, oh, he's really funny. But you know she's lying. Yeah. She's Did just figured out. Oh, it was oh, fake. It was awful. Us. But um, I want to thank those guys. South by Southwest has been a blast. Um, also, Gotham Comedy Club. Gotham Comedy Club, Leanne Weingarten, Chris yeah. Mazzilli, Stephen Mazzilli. They really hooked us up, too. Yeah. They put this together. They put a lot of yeah. stuff. They made sure we were in a good hotel. And, yes. Uh, to Gary, you know, they really made sure that we were taking care of everybody. All those yes. people took care of Jack, us. Jack Vaughn. Jack V. Vaughn. Supportive and uh, yeah, supportive. encouraging. Yeah. And uh, this has been this. We got the show tonight, so we might have to do another podcast if this goes fucking shit. It starts at eleven <laughs> thirty. Yeah. We're doing a podcast before the show, so it's like this could fucking go shit. And I will be hosting. Yeah, I'm not gonna go shit for you because you're corporate Dan. Hey guys. Hi. Hey. Uh, hi. 
He's in the he's in the spot right now where nothing can go bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? He's not at the point where everybody knows him. He's still a new guy. So once everybody knows his twenty minutes and then he goes up and does it and it fucking takes a hot one, I wanna be there. <laughs> I wanna be there. Really? Yeah. All right, let's save that for next Monday. All right. Oh shit. Uh Dan Soda, Hi. we're doing this. You're hosting the show tonight. Hosting. Gary Gullman and me are actually fucking co-headlining with Doug Benson. Amy Schumer couldn't be here. She's actually going to be in the podcast podcast soon, though. Uh, so uh, I can't wait for her to come on the show. You guys, thanks a lot again. Mofi, you guys are the shit. Thanks for hooking me and Gary up. Maybe uh, Dan will hook himself up tomorrow. Probably not. But nope. listen, uh, they might come to the show tonight, so they might Ooh. see you. Um, and that's about it, man. You know what, dude? Podcast, we're out. Thanks for listening. Spread the word. Dan at DanSoda.com on Twitter. At Gary Goldman. On Twitter. GaryGoldman.com. And you got a new album coming out. Yeah, it's called No Can Defend. Yeah. In Comedy Central Records. Comedy Central Records. Make sure you, when that comes, can you pre-order it now? No. No, not yet. Okay. Well, you could have lied. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it never hurts to get a Google Buzz going. <laughs> but when that comes out, make sure you check that out. We'll have Gary, when the album comes out, you come back on the podcast. Uh, and you know me, at Robert Kelly. And make sure you check out at, in, at YKWD podcast on Twitter, at YKWD. Robert, thanks for including us on this. This was a lot of this fun. Podcast. Lot of fun. Yeah, no, I had a blast, guys. This was a good one. From the hotel room at the fucking South by Southwest, this is You Know What Dude Podcast. We are over and out. Get your ass down. It's time for Tech Talk. Tech Talk, Tech Talk, Tech Talk, Tech Talk, Tech Talk, with Bobby and Joey. It's my rag. <laughs> this is my podcast rag. Boom, boom, This boom. is what happened if we, if, if the podcast blew up and I got like a weird, and I got all weird, I started getting like. What? Like I would just have like a, my podcast rag that would have to be like moist and warm. Yeah, but if, we didn't, we're not, we didn't even, you know how the fucking podcast works, Dan. Hmm. How's the podcast? I introduced the fucking podcast. You just yapping over the beginning. Oh, I didn't even know you were doing the podcast. No, nah, I kind of did. Yeah, you did. No, I didn't. Yeah. No, I didn't. I'm going to tell you right now. First of all, I didn't know. First of all, first of all, yeah. First of all, first of all, <laughs> you knew. Second of all, we're in fucking. We're in Austin. We're at South by X West. <laughs> X S X S W. We're at South by Southwest Festival. I've never seen you. This whipped up in my life. Pretty, I've never yeah. seen you. I'm excited, dude. Uh, you're more excited than I've ever yeah. ever seen you, and it's almost it makes it's making me happy. Like, it is. Because yeah, I'll tell you I, this: because I'm not gonna lie, the way that you're positioned in your hotel room right now, with the fucking the heavy blinds almost yes. all the way closed, yes. But then the the, the lighter blinds yes. in front of it, but yeah. you're fucking back to the window. Yeah. It's menacing as shit. Is it really? It really looks like we're in a hotel. We are in a hotel <laughs> off the highway and it looks like I'm a Listen, are you on fucking drugs right now? No. Then why are you fucking so happy and just yapping? First of all, I didn't even introduce the podcast. You know, we've done this 90 times. <laughs> I go, hey, what's up? And I do the uncomfortable fucking intro and then we go into where it is and then I introduce you and with Dan and then you fucking start. You've been fucking yapping since the podcast started. No, I was talking to you because you said we we're going to do Tech Talk up top. Don't fucking reveal secrets. Oh, you enough with the Wizard of Oz shit. You don't, you don't fucking, you don't tell people what we, I'm how we're setting things I'm, up. Because now keeping they, it real. Yeah, I but keep now, it real. yeah, but now they know. No, no, keep it real.
don't. There's no real. I'm keeping it real. No, you keep it. No, you shut your face. <laughs> All right, we're here. We're at, this is the you know what, dude, podcast with uh, you know now fucking Dan Soda, Dan aka Monster Voice, aka fucking Corporate Dan, aka I love festivals. They're fucking dur- soda. They're oh my god, I've never seen you this fucking crazy. I'm sorry that I still have childlike happiness. No, I mean, it actually makes me feel good. I, I love seen i'm actually been having a great time too i i like festivals also yeah but uh you're fucking crazy yeah yeah because i was waiting tables man yeah. and now i'm fucking having festival fun dude <laughs> yeah. shut the fuck up you no. know what you know why i'm scared what? you know why it makes me sad because i know it's gonna go away because mm. i've been there too i know it's all gonna go away and someday i'm gonna meet fucking been in the business 12 years, Dan, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to like that guy. <laughs> the dead-eyed Dan? Yeah, dead-eyed Dan. Is not <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going mean, like to yeah, like that. Yeah, Bobby, I don't know. I'm doing some fucking festival. I don't. Yeah, you're going to be calling me from the road, be like, dude, I'm at fucking. <sighs> Do you have a therapist in Toledo? <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want to see that guy. I know it's coming. I know it's coming for you. I hope it doesn't, but I know it's coming. I hope coming. it doesn't either. I, ho- I hope it doesn't. I hope I keep this pie-eyed. <laughs> well, we're here at the festival. We're in my hotel room. We made a makeshift studio with the. Uh, this is one hell of a makeshift studio. It's fucking cool, right? Yeah. B and H, baby. Dude, I fucking. This is all out of my mind, Dan. Dude, I got the fucking. Dude, this this is, is all out of my mind. You got a couple super clamps. You got some flex fucking why, grips. Why are you trying to talk like my landlord, Anthony Deluvio? What's his name? I love. <laughs> let me tell you something though. There's nothing funny to me than specific. Yeah. Deluvio. Anthony Deluvio. Hey Dan, how you doing? Those tiles fly off your shower. Eh, it's gonna take about eighteen months, but uh, you know I don't make you sign a lease because you have no credit. <laughs> well, here's the deal. Let's. Uh, let's uh, do a little uh, a little tech talk here. We we're gonna we're gonna uh, we're gonna stop right now. Do a little tech talk. Um, it's me and Dan, and uh, for the end of the show. That's what we were doing at the beginning. That's why you were fucking yapping. I was trying to set it up because it's a little weird to set up when blah, 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 mm-hmm. and then blah. I need to do the three claps. Gotcha. Of fucking uh, edit. <laughs> Anyways, um, we're here. We're doing uh, Tech Talk with Bobby and Dan. Uh, it's just not the same. It's not. Yeah, one fucking soon as Kentucky Derby fucking joke. It's <laughs> all so Southern Gentleman Joe. As soon as fucking I ate gator meat, fried oh, gator meat. Oh, I was down there on the bayou looking at uh, gator right in the eye. Hope he's doing comedy in front of a fucking chicken wire fence. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, excuse my gator wrestling for some entertainment of the verbal type. The blind guy playing one of those fucking flat <laughs> guitars. <laughs> <in Roadhouse. laughs> um, well, so anyways, I'm down here, dude. This South by Southwest, I got fucking hooked up tech wise. Yeah. I'm fucking, I'm losing. They have one of the convention floors with the, um, what do they call them? Uh, booths? Yeah, booths. But what do they call? What is that called when they have it? Uh, I, don't I don't fucking ja- know. Like the Javits Center? Well, yeah. You know, they have these conventions or these yeah. festivals, and then they have a convention center, and inside the convention room floor, they dice it all up, and they have all kinds of cool shit. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, they have, um, you know, uh, all this fucking crazy shit. They had the Mophie cases were here, the Mophie company. They had this other case called the Runner. It's uh, it's it's a... Uh, like a backpack, but it's not a backpack. What did you call it? 
Oh, it's called a bandolier. A bandolier. I'll fucking kill you. I hate that. Guess what, though? If anyone knows what... Before you say it's a backpack, but it's not, that's an awful description. If I say bandolier, someone's going to go, I know what a bandolier is because I also enjoyed the Mexican (laughs) Revolution (laughs) in the history books. Well, well, I got a lot of fucking shit going on. I got a blue microphone is here. The ones that actually donated all these mics to the podcast are down here. We're meeting them later tonight. Um, So Tech Talk is going to be real quick this time because I'm going to spread it over the next two weeks. Um, Next week, I'm going to be doing the the bandolier. We're going to be talking about that because I don't just get shit for free and not use it and then tell you to go get it. I'm not a fucking asshole, even though I love free shit. And I should just say, just go get it. It's fucking great. It's a bandolier. (laughs) Dude, you put your phone, your zippers, your fucking keys, and your glasses. I really hope you use that. I'm I'm using it. I'm going to use it because it's fucking great. But I'm going to do that next week. I'm going to do the Seagate. I talked to the guys at Seagate, the fucking Popolopolis. Fucking, that's his name, last name, Greek guy. Fucking great guys. They're hooking me up with some crazy thing I'm going to talk about in a couple weeks. Wasn't that the name of Webster's dad? Popolopolis? I don't know. But um, I'm going to be talking about a lot of shit. But today, we're going to be dealing with the thing that I can deal with, that I know about, that I've already used, that I've wanted for a while, uh, is the Mophie battery pack case for iPhone 4 or 4S. It's uh, Mophie Juice Pack Air. This is the light one. They have the heavy one that has, um, I believe it's it's uh, 2,000 something. Oh, I forget what the fuck they call them. Yeah, this is up to six hours of 3G uh, use. You can get up. It's, it's pretty much double the battery life of any phone. Double the battery life of any phone. And um, it, it, it's just a case. And everybody knows what these are. It's a case. But the things that suck about these is when they first started making these cases, they were round and bulky and fu- kind of feminine and Japanese goofy. You know how Japanese... I kind of like that shit, though. I you like, like that. Really? Like, feminine? I like that sleek Japanese, like... <laughs> yeah, it's like really? that weird. Yeah, I love that shit. I got an extra one in my house, the old Mophie. Yeah. I'll give it to you. You I, can have it. All right. When I, I, buy, when I finally buy it. my iPhone? Yeah, well, oh, you don't have an iPhone. No, what do you do have? Not, I have an iPhone. Why don't you explain? Here, read read the, the Mophie. Uh, as a Japanese samurai? Yeah, as a <laughs> the Mophie Juice Pack Air Rechargeable <laughs> External Battery. <laughs> Made for iPhone 4. <laughs> Juice Pack Air offer you convenience of furry protective from fitting case with extended built-in rechargeable battery for iPhone 4. Hello, ultra thin, lightweight, low profile design. It's actually fucking awesome. It's pretty badass, man. Dude. It's a Mophie. I got this one. It's black and silver. You st- what are you mad about? You're mad that you don't have one. Mad don't have you're mad iPhone. you don't have an iPhone, and you're yeah. mad you couldn't get one of these because you don't have an iPhone. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, yep. you know what, Corporate Dan? Time to be a little more corporate and get some more money hey, and buy that fucking right. phone. Yes, you know sir. I, you know I have an extra iPhone. Do you? An iPhone 4. It's well, not a 4S. Well. So I would, I would give it to you, mm, but you don't want it. Well. Because you want the... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you don't want the 4S. Dude, I, uh, I I'll fucking take an iPhone 1. No, you won't. Really? With a tin back and lo- aluminum? <laughs> that's pretty cool, though. Listen, the, the, the original, I love the uh, aluminum back ones. I wish they'd aluminum, go better. That, aluminum back. back. back, 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 back. Aluminum Anyways, back. let me get into this fucking shit. This thing is unbelievable. If you have an iPhone, not, you don't have to leave. I don't even leave my phone in it. I still have my wallet case that I use all the time when I'm going out, but I keep it in my backpack or my uh, bandolier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can keep this in your backpack so when your phone dies... Um, you just throw it in, and it gives it charges your phone. You have a whole nother phone life. That's this. fucking 
great. That's amazing. Or, or you can just leave it in. It's a great cl- case. It actually protects the phone brilliantly, and it does. it's not flush on the front. Right. What happens with a lot of these cases, these battery cases, because I have a few of them. I've bought a couple of them, and I tried to get the thin ones. Mophie finally made a thin one, was my point. They used to make these really fat and juicy. They're finally making these really thin. Because I remember and, your white one that you have. Right, it's fat. It's huge. Yeah, it's big and fat. It's and thick it's, cut. Cumbersome. Cumbersome. <laughs> so this one they actually made, it's called the light, I believe. Is that what it says on there? And it's thin. It says, uh, just a peck of air. Air, air, that's it. That's the it's word. The air. Air. And it's thin, but it protects the front. It's not flush to the screen. So when you drop it on the front, it's it's got some rubber that will actually uh, hit the ground first <laughs> without actually hitting the front of the screen. I'm like a white trash kid. I just want to play with the box and really? pretend that it's in here. Like, oh, look, I got it. <laughs> no, looking at it. Like, so anyways, get Mophie. Uh, the Mophie Juice Pack Air. These guys hooked me up, me and Gary Gelman up with a free one. Gary actually got the 2000. It's a little tiny fatter, comes in more colors, and uh, lasts, uh, you know, uh, 30% longer, 30% more than this one. Mm-hmm. But I don't need it. I need one, you know, if you look at You're a simple man, Bobby. Well, here's the deal. If you're you run out of if you run out of juice twice, a whole lot, then you're shipwrecked. You're, or you're stranded. Homeless. Yeah, you're fucking, you, you should be near a plug yeah. at some point. Go home, fuckface. You're staying out too long. <laughs> Your kids are worried. Yeah, you're a vampire. Like, get the fuck home. Stop trying to get fucking blown in an alley. Uh, so get this Mophie Air. Air. Mophie Go, Juice. Pack Air. Mophie Juice Pack Air is the thin one. Um, They're unbelievable. And, you know, I've gone through them all. I've actually bought a few of them. Mm -hmm. There's a couple other brands out there, but the thing is, they're not made as well as Mophie. This thing is a solid product. It's well made, and it's a great case on top of actually being an external battery for this. They finally figured it out over at Malfair. Malfair. And uh, it's great. So that's Tech Talk. That's what I have. Uh, for Tech Talk today, I flew on an airplane. So <laughs> it's gonna you don't be, have Tech Talk. That's going to be you my Tech nothing. Talk is aviation. Wait, you can't. You can't do Tech Talk. Yeah, can. You can't do. Yeah. Can. I could talk about airplanes. I go with the simplest of technology. No, you can't. Yeah, okay. I can't. You can't. I flew on two airplanes. Yeah, wait a minute. Because I had a layover. <laughs> what the fuck? You're acting like you. This is your first time flying. Dude. I know. That's why it's funny. You can't. This is what I talk about. Yeah. Simple technologies. What are, you, what are you going to talk about? Next what week, you, electricity. Okay, go ahead. There you go. Uh, Stop actually, holding the mic like it's a big black cock, would you? I love it. Um, okay. I, we got, I flew Delta. Yes, Delta. Lovely airline. Yeah. I got peanuts. So, what do you mean peanuts? You don't ever get peanuts anymore on a plane. You don't get peanuts anymore because of the peanut fucking scare of uh, yeah, the peanuts. Everyone the, on my the peanut fucking scare. plane was a soldier. <laughs> yeah. Dude, the peanut scare of 1998. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. When every kid. No, I don't give it. I'm making this up. Are well, you every kid's mind? allergic to peanuts now. No, they're not. You know what was weird? They actually talked about this on Stern today. Oh, it might have been another. It might have been a repeat. But you remember that thing when I was talking about I hate girls? ago? go, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. That's, call, that's actually called something. Yeah. Someone on Twitter mentioned it to us because I call it twat twang. But someone else It's 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 not real. Yeah. It's not real. These women so actually I know some guys who do it too. It's fu- anybody who goes, Well, um Literally uh, people, Listen, people who pause Literally. People who pause people who pause <laughs> It was the second literally that got me. The first one aggravated me. The yeah, second the one you got. The first one me. didn't land. I threw it to put it out there. And then the second one. Well, I know guys. Or I know people who do it. Now, if you hear somebody go, well, um, yeah, that's somebody trying to. He said it. They're trying to sound 
intelligent. Like mm-hmm. it's more intelligent to do that. I forget the fuck they called it. I do that when today. I'm stoned on the phone. What's that? I go. Uh, oh, that's not what I'm talking about. You fucking <laughs> drug addict. <laughs> you're stoned a lot too. Um, Did you bring weed with you? No. You don't fly with weed. Fuck no. So you're not a fucking total dope. No, head. and I, you know what? I smoke pot in a very like um, at home pajamas, Xbox controller. You have pajamas. Hand. I have pajama pants. You wear pajamas. Pants. Ugh, you say, yeah, you know, you look like, you look like fucking a Dick Van Dyke. You could be Dick Van Dyke. Thank you. If they redid the Dick I Van Dyke show, show. I love that show. It was a great show. It wasn't, I don't love it like fucking well, all the family. I, well, you didn't grow up with it. It was in black and white, you fuckhead. Well, Nick at night, motherfucker. Yeah, but it's, you didn't grow up with it. It's not your show. <laughs> it's my show. You, no, your show wasn't your show. I jerked off to Mary Tyler Moore when I was 12 years Dude, old. Dude, that's not your show either. But now, like no, what she looks like now. <laughs> listen, none of those shows, none of those shows how were your know, shows. I'm, how do you know? Your I'm show not? was Friends. It was. Yeah, that was your fucking that show. Weird. Isn't that gross? Yeah. Th- that's Seinfeld. Your- Seinfeld. I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah, Seinfeld Simpsons. was yours. Simpson was yours, yeah. Yeah, but you didn't have South fucking Park. South Park. Okay. May now. South Park was before you. No, it wasn't. All right. I just threw it out there to see yeah. if I catch you. Yeah, you didn't. Uh, all right. So <laughs> tech, you have nothing for tech talk. Airplanes. W- what are you going to say about them? They're, They're great. great. <laughs> that's it? What are, no, why are they great? They go large distances in short time. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> this tech talk is brought to you by the fucking year 2042. Uh, what? What? Uh, you met 19. Uh, uh, and you met eight. Or you met like I never edit on the show either. I'm going to have to leave that in. <laughs> yeah, you are. And that, that, you know what they're going to hear on the show? Take the they're going to. They're going <laughs> to. <they're gonna, laughs> I don't like your fucking tones. You're slowly slipping stuff out. You're slowly slipping. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. evil. <laughs> I'm so, just excited to be here. I know you are. All right, so that's Tech Talk, man. Thank you for uh, doing Tech Talk with Bobby and Dan. <sighs> God. Let's try it again. Tech, Tech Talk with Bobby and Dan. <laughs> <laughs> oh. God damn it. I like it. You know what?